Gracious Luchas Podcast, episode 41. I'm Paul. And I'm Casey. And we have a uh, another kind of redraft idea today for you. And it's not as simple as redrafting an NBA draft like we did last week. Yeah. It's a little more outside the box. So um, it's an NFL redraft centering around quarterbacks. But before we get into the specifics, Casey, what are you drinking tonight? I'm actually drinking something completely different. There we go. Okay. Dripping? <laughs> something completely dri- different than I normally drink, which is a stout. And I love stouts, but this is a, uh, I've kind of been ha- had this in my fridge for a while now, and I was just like, I might as well break it out, because it sounded really a little too sweet, and maybe, maybe like when I got it, I was like, this sounds cool to try, but I just haven't had the, the guts to do it. But it's a, it's from White Elm Brewing Company, which is a, located in Lincoln, Nebraska. It's, it's a, <clears throat> it's called Double Stuffed, so it's a chocolate sandwich cookie stout. And it's like I just gotta try it, um, and it's not. I want to try that one. Yeah, it's, I have another one. I, I'll give it to you. Um, it's sweet, but it's not like overpowering. It's not like it's not like you drink it and you're, you're like this. That's just Oreo. It's you can tell it's a stout. It's thick like a stout. It's not too boozy. It's only like seven and a half percent, and it has like a nice little Oreo finish, but not like not like overpowering. It's, it's actually really good. Hmm. I'm I, yeah. I'll give you the other one I have. Yeah, I'll I'll give you something out of my next crate. Sure. Yeah. I don't know what. Mm. Figure yeah, it out. That's actually pretty good. Huh. Interesting. Well, I'm drinking a beer that you gave yeah. me today. Okay. Uh, All right. Which is uh, from our our friends in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, the Brewing Project. Sure. Uh, it is their uh, Puff Tart XL series, but this one in particular is Raspberry Guava. Yeah. And it's made with uh, raspberry and guava and marshmallows, so it has mm-hmm. a really thick kind of uh, sugary taste. It is very sour. Yeah, um, and it's a solid eight and a half percent, so it's it's yeah. gonna get me there. Sure, it's gonna get me there. Um, about halfway, probably through the pod, maybe a little less than halfway, I'll be cracking open a, a sour IPA from Evil Twin Brewing in New York. Yeah, um, which is super highly rated on, on Untapped. Uh, Casey, you had this before. You didn't I had like it. it. I haven't it was had a sip much. of it yet, so yeah, we'll see. It, so yeah. if you hear if you hear me gagging halfway through the podcast, <laughs> you know that, that it's bad. Or if you you, you know maybe maybe it'll be pleasant for me. Who knows? Yeah. So the idea I had um, was if we were to keep the NFL draft order the same as it was last month. Yeah. Um, assuming no trades. So assuming San Francisco doesn't trade up to get Indianapolis' spot and, and all that, you know. Sure. That happened. Um, if we were to keep the order the same and we did a snake draft and just assume that every team in the league has no quarterbacks – on their roster, drafting sure. quarterbacks. They have they have their teams all set, but just no quarterbacks. Exactly. So teams are set. So, yeah. for instance, like Cincinnati is obviously number one on the clock. Cincinnati still has Joe Mixon and A.J. Green and Tyler Boyd and John Ross. Um, in this scenario, they would, I guess, have the rookies minus mm-hmm. Burrow, so they would have T. Higgins. Um, so it's an, I don't know, it's an interesting exercise. I think... Uh, I don't know if you looked at it the same way I did. I kind of looked at it at, from three standpoints with the starters, at least, was their contract, so value for the contract, because sure. you know as we've seen in, the, in real life NFL, when you pay your quarterback an incredible amount of money, sometimes it doesn't always work out, and then you're cap-ridden. Mm-hmm. Um, age, obviously, because I think it's hard, to, it's hard to say that Tom Brady's not one of the best quarterbacks of all time, if sure. not the best of all time. But you're not going to get but, many years out of him. But I'm not so sure how high he goes in a draft like this, mm-hmm. considering that he's 43. Yeah. And uh, the other thing is is organizational fit. 
Sure. So if you have a team that's built for the run, you might not want to take a drop back passer. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, like we did last week, we're going to flip a coin. Yeah, that sounds good to me. Right? Uh, and then, uh, that, yeah, we are. I got it right I here. I guess I'll call it in the air like we did last week since you have the coin. Sure. And right. I will call heads. Okay, flipping it now. It is heads. Yes, I will take the first pick then. Yeah. You got Cincy. Mm-hmm. The Bungles. That's right. Well, um, I don't think there's a whole lot of argument. No. On who the number one quarterback off the board should be. Um, so I'm going to put uh, Patrick Mahomes yeah. on Cincinnati to pair with A.J. Green, Tyler Boyd, John Ross, T. Higgins, uh, Mixon, and a very young offensive line. Sure. I think Mahomes is probably going to be successful no matter where he goes. And that yeah. arguably is more weapons than the next couple of teams on the board. Yeah, so that's very true. Uh, let's go to you with the Redskins. With the Redskins, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I guess this is a tough one as well. And again, this is a team that doesn't have a ton of weapons, sort of like like you just said. Um, but I think I'm actually going to go with Russell Wilson on this team. Okay. Uh, I think they have a pretty decent line. Um, and you know that Wilson can get it done without a ton of uh, options, around, you know, a ton of weapons around him. I think I think McLaurin and, and who are, I mean, God, Harmon, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, it's Andy kind Golden. of it's kind of similar to a to a Seahawks team. I mean, I think McLaren is a pretty talented receiver, and 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 they have a bunch. Of, yeah, Gandy Golden, a bunch of receivers are kind of unknown, sort of like Seattle does, and um, uh, kind of a pounding running back in Geis if he stays healthy. Uh, sort of like you know, I don't know, Chris Carson ish esque, I guess, kind of, not really, but uh, yeah, that that's what I go with there. It might be a little early for Wilson, but I think he's easily a top five quarterback in the league. So yeah, I had Wilson third on my board. Okay. So yeah, I don't think it's bad. Um, I think just uh, I think I have to go Lamar Jackson third. Sure. Yeah, that's who to, I was thinking as well. To Detroit, um, I, I don't love the fit offhand, yeah. uh, just because Detroit's offensive line isn't incredible sure. the way that Baltimore point, right? is. Uh, but at this point, you kind of have to take the best quarterback on the board and that's mm-hmm. that's Lamar Jackson um and he showed that he's a, a good a good thrower this year sure. I mean and this is going to be a more talented receiving core than he has in Baltimore with uh with Galladay and Marvin Jones so yeah. um and then you know with Carrion Johnson and DeAndre Swift who knows mm-hmm. might be all right so yeah I'm not I'm not mad about that I'll take it sure yeah so that brings up uh the New York Giants the Giants I'm gonna go with Deshaun Watson here yeah, um, and I think already he has more weapons than he does with Houston. I mean, he's got he's got <laughs> Ingram, Shepard, Tate, uh, Slayton, Saquon Barkley. Obviously, their line needs a little work, but it's it's been improving over the years. Um, so yeah, I mean, I I think he's he's the best out of what's left right now. Personally, like he's young, he's 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 gonna he, and he's he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. So I don't know why you would you wouldn't pass him up here. You would pass, uh, yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. yeah. The only Deshaun reason Watson I would I would maybe pass him up is because you'd have to pay him soon. But at the same time, sure. Anyone below him, you're gonna have to pay, or have already true. paid. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's a good fit. I had him there too. So. Okay. Cool. Five Miami. Yeah. Um. This is I think where the the board kind of gets a little funky because you it can really go a lot does. Of 
ways here. I'm going to go Dak Prescott. Okay. Yeah. Uh, not That's that kind I think the... that Dak Prescott's the fifth best quarterback in the NFL. Sure. But I think that Dak Prescott checks a lot of boxes. Yeah. And um, he's been a, a pretty efficient quarterback as far as accuracy goes. Um, he's not going to have the weapons that he has in Dallas. Yeah. With Amari Cooper and Gallup. Yeah. And now but, it's Lamb. But it's a young team. And with that, what, it, what I think is an emerging defense. I think Dak Prescott gives them a, a really good chance to, to you know, play for a wild card potentially. Mm-hmm. And coming out of the fifth, you know, fifth draft spot, yeah, it's pretty good. Not bad. Sure. So I like it. And, and Miami also has a ton of cap space, so they can pay Dak. Sure. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, All right. Six. The the Los Angeles via the... Carson via San Diego Chargers. Yeah. This is a tough one because, like you said, it kind of splits off here and you could go a lot of different ways um but you know they have some weapons they they have some line issues most definitely um but they have keen allen mike williams henry eckler i i think i'm gonna go with uh, kyler murray because he's he's still okay. he's still super young uh he's got a good arm and i mean he, he can kind of grow with the team and it's obviously a team that's rebuilding still so okay and i think okay i think that's what i'm going there I uh, I had Kyler surprisingly enough I had him eighth to Arizona. Okay. <laughs> so. Oh, that would have been perfect. Um. Well, that's interesting because the guy I had at six, I don't think I want at seven. Sure. So I'm gonna stick with what I had before. Seven's Carolina. Um, yeah. I'm gonna go with Matt Ryan. Okay. Sure. Um, Matt Ryan has been a wildly efficient quarterback his whole Definitely. career. Um, I think a little underappreciated, honestly. For, for how good he's been, and I think he is a – he's not a strong-arm quarterback by any means, but he's never had problem getting the ball to his receivers in space. Yeah. See Julio Jones, see Mohamed Sanu when they had him there, see Ridley. Um, I think he could really be a nice fit next to DJ Moore. Mm-hmm. Um, and then dropping you know balls off the, the CMC. Uh, I think it makes a lot of sense, and it would certainly be an upgrade over what they're working with now with Teddy Bridgewater. So, yeah. um, eight is Arizona, so you, we don't have Kyler Arizona. Murray there. No, we don't. Um, I don't know about fit as much here, but uh, it kind of fits with Larry Fitzgerald, Hopkins, the weapons they have. I mean, I feel like I, you want a quarterback that can get it to him. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm going to actually go with Aaron Rodgers, which yeah. is pretty early, but I think that's a pretty good I had spot Rogers for sixth. him. Do you have Okay. Um, I had him sixth, uh, the Chargers, because I, I, mean, I thought he, it fit the same again, way. Yeah, again, I mean, you you have a guy, got a couple of guys right around his age with Fitzgerald, and well, I mean Hopkins isn't, but Hopkins is an older veteran receiver, um, and if you've got a vet quarterback getting the ball to them, that's pretty big. So I th- I think that's a perfect fit. I think he would Oops. fit really well there. Yeah, honestly, sure, really really well there. Um, they don't have a great running back. Oh, I like Kenyon Drake. Drake. I think he's all right. I think he's going to be all right with Arizona. Yeah, I think. I mean, I think he kind of got stuck with Adam Gase. I don't know. I mean, he's not like a he's not like a an amazing running back, but I I, th- I think he'll be fine. I think he fits the kind of the stereotype of what Aaron Rodgers' running backs have been. Sure. So I think in that sense, it fits really well. Yeah. Um, pretty pretty decent pass catcher, so that makes sense. Yeah. I like it. Jacksonville's at nine. Okay. Um, I'm going to go Matt Stafford. Sure. 
here. Uh, Stafford's a Georgia boy, um, and Jacksonville, the uh, I believe that's the northernmost Florida team. I believe so. <laughs> no, I, I don't know, man. Oh, God. I don't know my uh, Florida geography as well as I should, I guess. I, I guess. And who cares, um, right? <laughs> uh, St- Stafford has a rocket arm, even sure. after back surgeries. Uh, another guy who's been really wildly underappreciated for how good he's been. Uh, yeah. It, it stinks they've never been able to put a team around him. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's really made, you know, lemonades out of lemons um, his whole career. And I think he would do the same thing in Jacksonville. Um, Fournette, if they decide to keep him, it sounds like they're not going to, but if they decide to keep him, would give him a, a versatile running back, which he's never really had in Detroit. Yeah. And it's a bunch of young receivers. I don't know if that's good for him, but he's made guys like Marvin Jones look really good. He's made uh, he made Danny Anamandola look good last year. Mm-hmm. So it, you never know. Um, he could, you know, maybe with a, a strong arm quarterback, he could make a guy like DJ Shark uh, take another step. Sure. So um, and also, I think it'd be really interesting to see Stafford with a gadget guy like Chenault. Yeah. And see what that would look like. Uh, just having a more versatile player. Sure. So yeah, that leaves you with Cleveland with uh, the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, this is a tough one. America's team. This is a tough one because um, I could I could have I, I I was thinking Stafford here. Stafford would 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 have been a good fit. And there's a couple you know older quarterbacks that I could also put here just because. Oh my I think god! I, what? No this beer. No, oh. I'm just like I'm just looking at it. It just it looks like I'm pouring like like boar's blood into a glass. Isn't that right? Oh my god. Doesn't it? Uh hmm. yeah. What do you think there? Oh. Oh. <laughs> it's pretty rough, isn't it? <laughs> that is I'm not gonna lie, not, I couldn't It's not horrible. Okay. Um, I would probably like it a lot more if it were colder. Sure. Uh, it's pretty sour. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't mean to, to. No, no, it's fine. I, I wanted to hear. I wanted to hear the verdict and. It, yeah. uh, it, the, Super the thick. The color is incredibly off-putting. It looks Isn't like it? it's like it's like <laughs> too might... thick to be beet juice. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like thick so enough that it red. Could be blood. It, it looks like blood. It looks sure. like I'm a vampire. Well, that's great. I love it. Anyway, the Cleveland Browns. Oh, yeah. So what what I was saying is I was thinking maybe older receiver or older quarterback. There's a few out there that I feel like would fit because th- their line is improving and they have a ton of weapons. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm also thinking about the snake draft, and you're not going to get a great backup to kind of wait in the wings there. So I'm going to actually go with Kirk Cousins, which is I know is super early. <laughs> right? That's exactly who I had. Is it? Yeah. Okay. But but I think that looking at a lot of the other quarterbacks, he's probably the perfect fit and. Uh, um. Yeah, I think he's a perfect fit for this team and, and with who's left. And well, and he, he played under Stefanski. I guess that's right. He did. And had one of yeah. his best years under Stefanski. Very, very true. Yeah. Um, no, I like that. I like that fit a lot, actually. Um, I know you he's, you he's, really, he's, you really he's wanted me to go with Mayfield. He's cocky without being Yeah, that's no, true. Yeah. No, no, no. Mayfield's, <laughs> Mayfield's not a top 10 quarterback in any... No, he's not. No, he's not. Any... Uh, I'm, really fighting, I'm really fighting against my, like... Dynasty fantasy football uh, urges here, so I'm I'm trying to do my best. I'll just say that if there's some crazy pick I, I make, then you're gonna be like, "Dude, that's your fantasy football brain talking." I'm like, okay. Yeah. But, well, if you would have said Baker, I would have said that. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, I couldn't do that. I couldn't do that. <laughs> the uh, the New York Jets are next. Yeah. Um, at this point, I I don't really know where that was between two guys, honestly. And I think I'm going to go with Carson Wentz. Um, only because I think Wentz yeah. has shown he has a pretty thick skin with the Philly mm-hmm. fans. Sure. And New York fans are also bad. Yes, they are. So that makes a lot of sense there. Um, Wentz has been pretty inaccurate. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder if having an actual possession receiver like Jamison Crowder would help him. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think it would give him a versatile running back in Le'Veon Bell. See sure. what you want about him, but he's pretty versatile. Um and another defense, I think, is going to be wildly improved this year now that they're healthy. Um, so I don't think – I don't believe that Carson Wentz is a franchise-style quarterback, even though this, the stats, the numbers will show you otherwise. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think he's good enough with a with a good defense to, to get you to where you need to go. Sure. Especially with an AFC East that is up in arms. No one knows what's happening with, uh, with New England falling apart. And maybe they don't fall apart depending on who their quarterback is in this draft, but – yeah, that's um, right. I don't know. I think Wentz makes a lot of sense there, and it's uh, yeah. He's still incredibly he's young. You forget how young he is. Yeah, he's only like what 24, 25, something like yeah. that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Vegas, baby. Oh man, I gotta try to put myself in the in the head of uh, John Gruden. I don't know if I can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. You know, it's for some reason I could see Tua getting drafted here. I don't know why, and I know it's probably a little early, but I'm gonna pick Tua right there. Lost, wow. they, they do something crazy like that, and and make him their their franchise quarterback right off the bat, skipping over some guys. But I'm just gonna go for it. Raiders are gonna Raider, right? Team well, up, yeah, apparently team they up, just did. Team him up with rugs. Oof. <laughs> okay. I know. I, I know. I, th- I don't think it's. I don't think it's a bad pick. I just. That's earlier than I would take a rookie. It's pretty early. Sure, I agree. So now I have some thinking to do. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stick with my guns at 13 with Indianapolis. I'm going to okay. stick with Jared Goff. Sure. Um, Jared Goff makes all the sense in the world in Indianapolis because uh, Reich likes to throw the ball. Mm-hmm. And Jared Goff has a very strong arm. So you put receivers like Hilton and Michael Pittman and sure. Paris Campbell, who's healthy, Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that team might be real dangerous with with a qu- strong arm quarterback who isn't Philip Rivers. Yeah, I agree. Um, they might even be dangerous with Philip Rivers. Honestly, who knows? Because that line's better than what the Chargers ruled out last year. But sure, um, I like Goff. Yeah. Okay. He's, he's a little dopey, but I like him. Yeah, he's a little dopey. That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. Uh, Bruce Arians and the, oh, yeah. the, uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Well, you know, I had to do it because obviously this team is now built for Tom Brady. So I'm, I'm selecting Tom Brady here. I mean, yeah. why wouldn't they? They have Gronk on the team. They have all these receiver weapons. They've built this line really well. They have a, a pretty young and, and up-and-coming defense. Uh, yeah, Brady Brady seems like the easy choice for this team. Um, I agree. Just because, obviously, they're building for Brady right now. I agree. I had Brady there, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, this makes too much sense. Of course. Um, Denver is 15, and for some reason, I just I feel like Drew Brees oh. 
Oh wow! Makes makes a lot of sense. Really? In Denver. Okay. Um, he just he feels like an Elway type player. Uh, d- does he? I always think Elway likes those giant quarterbacks that are like tree trunks. You know? Yeah, and they've never worked. Of not course not. But one when, has worked. But, but when do you <laughs> do, do you really think John Elway is gonna gonna pivot? I mean, I love the pick. I'm just thinking John Elway, man. That's it. Maybe not, but I think that yeah. if you're trying to maximize, sure. If you're trying to maximize uh, three receivers mm-hmm. like uh, Sutton, Judy, and Fant, I'll call yeah. Fant a receiver in this scenario. Sure, of course. He's a tight yeah. end. He's a he's a he's a stand. He's a you know a move tight end. So yeah, um, I I can't think of a quarterback I, that might be better to to pick than Drew Brees for a one year yeah push. No, definitely. If if you're the Broncos and you think your defense can hold up, mm-hmm. I don't I don't think it's a bad move. Yeah. Um, that brings us to number 16, the Atlanta yeah. Falcons. Atlanta. Man, I don't know. I'm going back and forth here. <laughs> um, let's see. Let me just look here. That's right. Oh. Um... I think um, I think we can go with. Uh, uh, should I do this? Yeah, I guess we'll go with Ben Roethlisberger. Okay. Um, maybe a little early, but you need a guy to get the ball to, to Julio and to Ridley, and, um, and and they have a little better running back at this point with Gurley than they have in the last few years. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is a good spot for a guy who's obviously a proven quarterback. You worry about you know obviously. How long he's gonna be playing? But um, there's a good chance he'll probably be playing more than Breeze and Brady. So I don't know. So that's that's where I'm going. Okay, I like it. Kind of threw my board for a loop there. Did it? I had been at Pittsburgh, staying in Pitt. Okay, I could. I mean, I could have seen that. Sure. I had him. I had him staying in Pitt and then trying to get the heir apparent behind sure. him. Yeah. Um, Seventeen Dallas. I, I think there's better. There's better quarterbacks on the board, but I'm going to go with what I had here, and that's Baker Mayfield. Yeah, because if there was ever a quarterback who was tailor made to be a Jerry Jones type player, yeah, it's Baker Mayfield. Sure. Yeah. He is. He is brash. He is cocky. He is brazen. He is everything that Jerry Jones would be if he were trying to be a football player. Mm-hmm. That's right. It makes it makes a lot of sense. I also think that the offensive line in Dallas is better than what Cleveland has. Yeah, and I think you could make a very good argument the weapons in Dallas are significantly better. Sure. Than the yeah. weapons in Cleveland, I think that uh, Cooper Gallup, Ceedee Lamb, Zeke, mm-hmm. Tony Pollard, Blake Jarwin, I think that's a better group collectively than what the Browns are rolling out. Yeah. I could see that definitely. Um, significantly better defense than what the Browns are rolling out. Yeah, um, I think Baker would actually be pretty successful in Dallas. Yeah, um, I, I see wonder. That. I wonder only because the the lights are a little brighter there than they are in Cleveland, and yeah. he's had he's had scrums with the media in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. And I just wonder how that would play out, and if Jerry Jones would give him the full support if things started to go a little sideways. Yeah, you never know. So. Those are my only drawbacks there, but I mean Baker Mayfield at Dallas is just a no brainer. Yeah. From a fit standpoint. Um, sure. That puts you on the Steelers at eighteen. Yeah, I know. Um 
let's see here. There's a lot of young, unproven talent and some older, not very exciting talent. <laughs> uh, you know what? I say, God, this team is just so, I don't know. They have some weapons. They definitely have some weapons, and they have a pretty solid line. Um, I'm going to take the other rookie. Let's just go with Burrow here. Okay. Um, I don't know. I, I, I know he doesn't quite have the arm Lossberger has, so uh, it's a little different there, but um, I think maybe talent-wise, possibly he could be the best left on the board for throwing the, throwing the ball, being as accurate as he possibly can be. I know it's kind of a risk, but... Um, yeah, we'll go there with Pittsburgh. We'll go with okay. Joe Burrow. Okay. I think it's interesting how he just took a Bengal and put him in a Steeler uniform. Yeah, yeah. Some ballsy move. Uh, Chicago. <laughs> I guess Chicago so. at 19. Chicago mm-hmm. has had no good quarterbacks pretty much ever. No, it's been a long time. Um, when's the last time they had a good quarterback? Do you call Jay Cutler a good quarterback? No, I don't. So probably never then. <laughs> All I can never think about is Jim McMahon. Jim McMahon was there for briefly, right? Yeah, he, no, he, I, wasn't the, he wasn't the reason they won a Super Bowl. I'll tell you no, that. it's not. I, yeah, um, I can't think of anyone that was really good. I'm going to go... Uh, so I think the idea that Chicago had when they moved up to get Trubisky mm-hmm. was that you would take a quarterback with a relatively strong arm, which Trubisky has. He can't, he, I mean, he can't hit the broadside of a barn with it, but he... Mm-hmm. I mean, he. I see where um, you're going here. But I think they, they thought that maybe he would be a little more mobile mm-hmm. than he is. And he's proven to not ver- be very mobile. Mm-hmm. So I think they go Josh Allen. Okay, that's a good one. Um, Josh Allen has proven he can throw the ball in horrible weather Yeah, in Buffalo. So he can do it in Chicago. Um, he's a significant upgrade over the quarterbacks they've had recently. Yeah. Um, he had a pretty good year last year without a legit number one receiver. Mm-hmm. And now you give him Allen Robinson. I mean, granted, he'd have Stephon Diggs this year, but you give him Allen Robinson, you know, maybe that changes a little bit. Sure. Yeah. Uh, gives him a legit one. And that so, would be uh, Allen Robinson's best quarterback, best best uh, quarterback that's thrown yeah. to him in his career. I yeah. Think. So <laughs> I think Josh Allen there. I think I actually kind of yeah. like that fit. I, yeah. I think that's good. Oh, the, the, the baby genius, Sean McVay. Yeah. Okay. Um, how about Daniel Jones here? That's who I had too. Um, yeah, yeah. I think he's a. I think he. I, I've kind of changed. I, I was pretty sour on him from the start, but I. I think he's an actually fairly talented quarterback, and he could be pretty good in this league. Um, and also, a, a super mobile quarterback. It just seems like a, a pretty good f- fit this day and age in the in the in the NFL, and and there's a lot of weapons on that team. Um, he wore, the line's a little a little iffy. They definitely need some help there, but but you know, he's a quarterback that can that can move so. Maybe that would work. Work with the Rams, who have so many issues. But um, well, you got two very sure-handed receivers there, though, and Robert Woods right. and Cooper Woods Cup. Woods and Cup, yeah. Um, and it, if if Van Jefferson is as advertised, that gives you mm-hmm. three really good hand, yeah. you know, great and, hand receivers. And two, two pretty solid tight ends that could both catch the ball with Everett and Higby as well. Yeah, you know, Everett's gonna not going to be there next year. Everett's going to be gone because he's a free agent. But, sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, but on the short term, yeah. Um, yeah, I just and Jones is a smart quarterback. He, I mean, he played he played at Duke. He uh, he David Cutliffe was the quarterback there. Cutliffe was the offensive coordinator and the quarterback coach for Peyton Manning. So like it, yeah, it all makes sense. 
Uh, Philadelphia. Yeah. I don't like the Eagles. <laughs> I know. Um, so part of me wants to give them someone who I just don't like. <laughs> hey, that's not how it works. But that's not how it works. I think the Eagles truly believe every season that they are a Super Bowl contender. Okay. So I think they have this idea that their window is small. Mm-hmm. And they need to go now. Sure. Um, that being said, I think that if you're looking for go now, yeah, Philip Rivers. That's exactly who I was thinking as well. Good, good one there. I think you're right. Um, I, I don't know if it would be successful. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest with you, I don't yeah. just because I think I don't think Philly has any good receivers. I don't. I'm not a big believer in in Jalen Ragor. Uh, I soured on him a lot. Yeah. I'm not, I've never been a big fan of Alshon Jeffrey. Um, I like Alshon's talent. He just, man, the guy always has injuries. He's just never... I will say I do, I, I really do like the idea of having a little thunder and lightning in the backfield with yeah. Miles Sanders and Carlos Hyde. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot, and that takes some pressure off of Rivers. Yeah. Uh, and Rivers loves throwing to the tight end, and you got two stud tight ends there in Ertz yeah. and Goddard. So... I think it in paper it makes sense. I think you're probably not going to get a year, maybe two out of Rivers though. Yeah. So you got to have the backup ready to go. Mm-hmm. Uh oh man, it's uh it's one of your favorite teams, the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills. I always have nobody a soft, circles soft the wagons. Spot the Buffalo Bills. The Bills. <laughs> uh, um, God, there's one player I really want to take here because he's so it seems fairly similar to Josh Allen in in some ways, but I don't. I think it's a little early. Okay. Uh, I'm sure you can guess who that is. Uh, shoot, let's. Uh, this is a team that that obviously is is being built to win right now. I mean, they 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 made a big trade for a receiver. They have a pretty solid defense right now. I mean, would you agree? I don't know. I think they're trying to go for it right now. Maybe not. Maybe they're a little early on that. But um, I think they sh- they should be trying to go for it now. Yeah. Um, oh man, I don't know. I'm kind of waffling <laughs> right now. I'm like. <sighs> Let's just go with uh, Tannehill right now. Let's go with Tannehill. Uh, I don't, I'm not a huge believer in Tannehill, but he had a really good year last year with Tennessee, and he led them pretty far. Um, and maybe maybe that's the quarterback he is. I don't know if I buy it, but Buffalo might buy it. Um, and, and, you know, they want to get the ball to the receivers, and uh, they've got two really good quick ones with Diggs and Brown. Um, so I would, yeah, that, I would argue that Diggs... I would argue at least right now, Diggs is the best receiver on the whole Buffalo, Tennessee. If you look at those rosters together, I think he's oh, better sure. now yeah. than, than A.J. Brown is. A.J. Brown, yeah. I think, will get there. Well, Diggs is, I think Diggs is super underrated. Yeah. Uh, he has amazing hands, and he's just a he's just a amazing route runner. And he's he's been kind of battling for targets in Minnesota with Thielen and uh, Rudolph and, Del- and Cook and whatever else, so... Uh, yeah, I'm very curious to see what he'll do as a number one guy, and uh, yeah, yeah, it's interesting. I, uh, I I don't hate that pick actually. Yeah, I mean we're at this moment where there's this point in the in the draft where there's a lot of guys who are just pretty unknown or pretty. Well, I had I had a guy super early that has yeah. now fell all the way down the board. Really? 
I wonder who that is. Uh, well, he's not falling any further because okay. at 23, the New oh, England it's Patriots. Be. It's got to be. The, the Patriots are taking the guy that they wish they hadn't traded away. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> sure. Um, uh, you know. So how low I, did you I, have him? I had him. I had him in the Vegas. I had okay. Thirteenth yeah. of Vegas. Sure. Um, or twelfth of Vegas. Twelfth uh, of Vegas. Twelve. Um, just because I feel like he's he's like a Gruden, he's a Gruden type guy. Sure. He really seems like it. He for everything I've read about him, he seems like he's a pretty intelligent guy. Mm-hmm. Um. He had a wildly efficient year last year, sure. and people make it out as if he was the reason they lost the Super Bowl. Yeah. I don't think he helped the matter <laughs> how yeah. poorly he played in the second half, but I think he had a really, really good year, and I think he's he's still young and unproven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And to take a team to a Super Bowl that young and, and be able to build on it, um, he, I can guarantee you he probably knows New England's playbook inside and out. Yeah. So um, the problem in New England is I just don't think they have a lot of talent on the offensive side of the ball. And No, they don't. I don't. I, I don't. They don't have a single they tight end. Yeah. Um. You know, Edelman is injury prone and winding down. I think he's kind of a, 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 a. He was made by the system with Tom Brady there. Yeah, I can see that. Um, I I don't know if Nikhil Harry's any good. I, I want to good last wanna, year. He was hurt I a lot. Believe, but... Yeah, I want to believe he's good, but man, he looked pretty rough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. It's never a great sign either when your your first round receiver doesn't pan out year one or doesn't show any glimpses that's never a good sign yeah yeah i'm just i hate putting garoppolo there because i feel like he could fail but Mm -hmm. it makes the most sense so um this is where i think things are going to get really interesting though is now because you're talking like 24 through 32 you're talking legit contenders Mm -hmm. for the most part there's a couple of hiccups in there teams like houston yeah uh maybe maybe green bay is a hiccup in there um but, and they're gonna have to pick through, pick between some rough quarterback play here, possible. Maybe, maybe not though. Some maybe not. Yeah. Are, some of these guys on the board have never played for a good team. That's true. Yeah. With weapons, so we'll yeah. see. So New Orleans. New Orleans. Well, you know, I was kind of deciding between two, two backup, two Breeze backups in the last few years, mm. um, and I'm gonna go. This might be kind of a shocker because, I don't know. I'm gonna go James Winston. I'm gonna go with the backup oh. right now. Well, yeah, I, as much as the guy isn't that great sometimes, he also is really good sometimes. I mean, the guy yeah. the guy can yeah. s- get the ball downfield, um, and, and he, he's, he obviously was able to to uh, uh, get the ball to two really good receivers with Godwin and Evans in Tampa Bay, along with whatever tight end he liked the, the best, um, and they never really had a running back. So, so here you have Michael Thomas and you have Emmanuel Sanders, Along with a few other receivers that are that are fine, um, and Alvin Kamara out of the backfield, I I, I think this is a, a an interesting fit, and me, and he's probably, oh man, I mean looking looking at the quarterbacks out there, he could be the most talented of the rest of them, um, and you know maybe the LASIK helps, maybe the you know maybe the the, the <laughs> it, maybe it helps, and uh, you know he got a he gets a year under Breeze, I guess in this situation he didn't, but um, why not? Let's go for Winston there. Okay. Okay, that's that. I mean, that's the that's the shock of the draft so far. Really, even over Tua. I had I had him. A, I had Jameis a a deep second round pick. Really deep. Oh man, I don't know. 
he just he makes bad decisions on and off true. the field. To be fair, I don't um, know if he's made any bad decisions off the field lately. I mean, he did he did as a, oh, as the a last, younger man in the last couple of years. Yeah, because he I think he stopped taking Ubers and you know. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, was that the bad pick of the draft? <laughs> I you know I, no one's ever accused the Saints of taking high character guys. Hmm. I mean, the whole bounty gate thing was in New Orleans, so. Um, and maybe I'm just maybe I'm jumping the gun and calling Jameis a bad character guy, but like, you make that many mistakes, you know, you start to think it's your character. Also, like the whole that whole thing with him like eating the W from Hard Knocks. Well, that's just stupid. Yeah, that just makes my stomach turn. And oh, sure. Hate the guy. Ugh. Sure. I don't. I don't like Ugh. Jameis Winston. I'm not really. I'm not really uh, beating the drum for the guy, but um, I think he has his positives. Uh. And maybe he's he's this is probably the best franchise he's been with, with, with best weapons. Best I don't defense, disagree with that. Et cetera. I don't disagree so with that I don't know. Maybe um, it works. I maybe it doesn't. But God, Minnesota. <sighs> There's a guy I had earlier on my board who I want to mm-hmm. pick here, but I just don't know if the fits there. Yeah. So I'm going to go with Dwayne Haskins. Okay. And the main reason wow. I'm taking Haskins is Haskins reminds me a lot of Teddy Bridgewater. Sure. Who was very successful there. He doesn't have a rocket arm. Yeah. Uh, Bridgewater doesn't have a rocket arm. Um, I almost went Teddy Bridgewater here. Yeah. Um, just to, to kind of right the wrongs mm-hmm. of everything that happened in Minnesota, which were not Teddy's fault by any means, but... Just all you know, the things that happened and, and kind of rewrite history. Um, but I think Minnesota is a steady enough offensive team. Yeah, they can probably survive with a guy like Haskins at quarterback. Sure, knowing that he's on a rookie deal, knowing you don't have to pay him for a while, and your defense can can kind of pick up the slack. Sure. Um, and Haskins looked pretty good at the end of the year. I don't necessarily buy that he's you know a great quarterback yet, but he looked pretty good the last couple of weeks of the year. So yeah, um, I'll go Haskins. Okay, sounds good. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't man. know. Yeah. Can you do worse than Bill O'Brien? <laughs> I'm gonna. I hope this is this is uh, channeling Mr. Bill O'Brien here, because uh, I feel like this. I don't know why. I feel like this is a total Houston pick, but I think Nick Foles right here. Is a perfect Oof. is a perfect Houston reach quarterback, even with some other up uh, better quarterbacks and, and and higher upside guys on the board. I think Nick Foles is just the perfect Houston quarterback. Bill Bryan's totally picking Nick Foles right here. And that is not a, that is not me saying that Nick Foles should go right here. That's me. That's me saying Bill Bryan would take no, Nick I think Foles you, right here. You might be dead <laughs> on there, honestly. And Nick Foles is garbage. I've never been a huge fan of Nick Foles. I mean, he played he played amazingly in that in that play, playoff series. I won him the the Super Bowl. Obviously, you can't take that away from the guy. But uh, I don't think he's a good quarterback. Man, the Seattle Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Man. I'm going to go Derek Carr. Okay. Um, there's a lot of guys I could go with here. Yeah. Um, Derek Carr, actually a fairly accurate quarterback throughout his career. 
Yeah. Um, he's going to have some decent weapons in Seattle. Um, I think Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf are a pretty good one-two punch. Um, you're leaning on the defense when you play in Seattle. Mm-hmm. That's and right. And this would be a great opportunity to see if it's Seattle, if it's their, their team mentality, or if it's really Russell Wilson that's making them good. Yeah. Sure. Um, it's got to be a combo, to, I think, but yeah. Yeah, it brings us to the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, oh man. And there's no one on the board that's like Lamar Jackson. No, there's not. There really isn't. Um, I think I'm going to go with Teddy Bridgewater here. Okay. Uh, obviously, he's he's a pretty safe pick at this point, but I think he's he's been a pretty effective quarterback wherever he's been. He's pretty effective with Minnesota. He's pretty effective with New Orleans when Breeze was out. Um, I think he can lead a team that has as much talent as, as Baltimore has. Uh, I mean, you're going to miss the arm strength. You're obviously going to miss the, uh, the, the the scrambling. But, I mean, he's not like a straight-up pocket pocket quarterback in that sense. So, um, obviously, he's not a scrambler that much either. But I, I don't know. It feels like that's maybe the best for them at this point in time on the board. I don't think it's a bad pick. I think at this point on the board, you're kind of – yeah, I'm looking it's at some hoping. of the other guys, and it's like You're hoping. you got you got you got some a uh, couple of rookies, and then you got some just some kind of stiffies. So it's like, <laughs> what? well, let's see. I, I, the, I think let's see who the contenders take here. Sure. I mean, yeah. this is you know Tennessee. I, I think it, it kind of fell into their lap here. They're going to take Sam Darnold. Sure. Yeah, I was um, looking at him a few picks back too. I mean, if they can if if they can go that far with Ryan Tannehill, why can't they go that far with a better quarterback sure. than Sam Darnold? Mm-hmm. Um, Darnold's more accurate, has a stronger arm. Um, not quite as mobile, yeah. Um, but younger and cheaper mm-hmm. right now. At least it's cheaper right now. Um, yeah, and this is this is I think where it starts getting interesting because these next three teams have significantly different philosophies on their offense. Yeah. So how do you how do you pick the successor of the Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay? Man, I don't even know. <laughs> oh man. Um. Um, let's just go with Minchu here. Okay. Uh, I guess. I don't know, man. <laughs> Gardner Minshew. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? No, I'm changing that. I'm sorry. I, I just saw someone I kind of forgot about, and it feels like it fits them okay. right now. We're going to go with Andy Dalton here. Oh, okay. Why not? Andy Dalton can can get the ball down the field, and he seems like a Green Bay quarterback for whatever reason. Um, I don't know. This is a tough pick for me. I, I there's a couple other guys that are starting in the league that I don't fit. Don't think will fit there. Uh, and, and I don't love Dalton, but I can see Green Bay taking Andy Dalton um, because at this point you're gonna get you're gonna be able to draft a guy in the snake as a as a as a backup that could be that could easily battle him for the job or whatnot, but um why not play it safe and go Andy Dalton who can who's who's been proven to be a quarterback who could get the ball to a receiver and, and run an offense and be fairly successful. Cincinnati has been fairly successful over over his career, but not great, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that means I get the pick for my Niners. And I now I have a decision to make because mm-hmm. <laughs> there are two guys who I had penciled in here 
And yep. chances are, maybe I can go both of them. Depending on how the snake pans out. So now i got to wonder on how to do this. I'm going to go Herbert. Oh, okay. Good pick. I was going to go Herbert in Kansas City. Uh, I had Herbert in Tennessee initially. I almost took him in Green Bay, too. Um, <laughs> I just I feel like Herbert, Herbert ran a lot of um, quick slant type patterns in, in Oregon. Sure. And that's what San Francisco is going to run all season long with those receivers. With, yeah. With Kittle and Debo and Ayuk and 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 Trent Taylor and uh, McKinnon, they're gonna they're gonna spread the ball around in uh, short areas. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Herbert is a a underrated, accurate quarterback. There, I think a lot of people say he threw the ball too low at Oregon, and I think that that was the way that a lot of the plays were schemed. Wasn't necessarily, it wasn't the old Chip Kelly style where get the ball in their hands and let them go in space. Yeah. It was get your six, seven yards, run the ball down their throat, get the first down. Get your six, seven yards, run the ball in their throat, get the first down. Yeah. Um, more of a methodical style. And, sure. Um, he did both. Honestly, he ran under Helfrich, uh, or not under Helfrich, under Taggart, I guess it was, mm-hmm. and Helfrich. He was, he was the quarterback. He started playing quarterback his freshman year when Helfrich was getting fired, so... Um, he's shown he can fling it and he can go short yardage mm-hmm. um, with more accurate stuff. I think he, he makes a lot of sense and he's young. Um, and I think that San Francisco's window is pretty big mm-hmm. considering how young that team is in general. So Sure. And that brings us to our defending champs. Defending champs. The yes. Patrick Mahomeless Kansas City Chiefs. And, and so you'll be drafting the backup, right? For Kansas City? So I will be drafting the backup. and then, okay. Oh, that means you're drafting the backup to... San Francisco. San Francisco. Tell you what, no, Sorry. let's do it this way. We'll 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 go the other direction. Um, okay. That way you you'll draft Kansas City here and their backup. Okay. That way we'll draft we'll draft the backups for the picks we already made. Okay, fair enough. Um. Unless you want to go the other way, I guess that. No, no, that. that's fine. I don't care. I don't care either way. I, I really don't. Okay. Uh, so what, do you want to do it that way? Yeah, let's do that Is that way. what you prefer? Okay, so I'm picking for both, 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 both quarterbacks for Kansas City. Oh man, so defending champs. Let's, I feel like I'm going to ruin your pick here, and I'm sorry, but maybe I won't. I don't know. I'm going to go with Mariota here. You did not ruin my pick. Okay, I was, I was thinking you were going to go with the two ducks. Um... No, I like, even I can't do that. Even I can't do that. Okay, I, I like I like the talent of Mariota, kind of, and I think this is the obviously the best team he's ever been under. He'll get he'll get the protection here. Maybe he'll he'll play up to the potential he's had. In the, I don't know if he's ever going to be the same with the neck. Um, <laughs> oh man, what do I do? What do I do next? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, oh, shit. <laughs> this is weird, but I'm going to go with Cam Newton next. Oh, that's who I was gonna Is go that for. Who my... you going? Okay. Um, I mean, they won't both be injured at the same time, right? Mariota Newton. I think. I think that's hedging your bets there, and you're and you gotta you're gonna have a quarterback who can who can who can do the job. One of the two. 
That's my thinking, at least. I mean, with with they both have a lot of question marks right now in their career, but they're both super talented. That Newton probably sense. more so. But that's my pick for a team that's that's just won the championship. They probably want to mm-hmm. they want to want to get that short up. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, honestly. Okay. Um. Oh, now I'm now I'm really wondering. Yeah, you got some stuff to think about there. Yeah, now I'm kind of stuck. I know. Um, I'm going to go with who I had slotted as the backup in San Francisco, and that's Jalen Hurts. Okay. I'm going to go rookie, rookie. I like it. Um, I like because I think the Niners are deep enough that they don't need to have an elite quarterback off the sure. bat to win games. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's both Herbert and, and Hertz can really thrive in a Shanahan-style system. So, uh, It's back to you in Green Bay. Okay. So I had Dalton going there. Ugh. Um, let's go with... Uh, let's go with a younger quarterback who maybe will be good, maybe he won't, but he's a starter right now in the league. Let's go with uh, Drew Locke there. Um just because I mean, why, I mean, why not have a young guy in, in waiting in the wings? Kind of a similar type of pet player, I guess. Bigger quarterback, uh, decent arm, you know. Um, so yeah, go with Drew Lock there. Okay. Tennessee. This is the problem. I didn't write down who I chose. You 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 chose Sam Darnold. Thank you. Yeah, I got it all written down. Oh, perfect, perfect. So Sam Darnold. Yeah. Is gonna need a backup. Yes, he will. Because he could get mono at any time. <laughs> and he will. You know it. Uh, I'm going to go with a... Uh, a Sorry, I just, had a, <clears throat> I just had a drink of that puff tart. It's sour, man. It's, it's sour. sweet and sour. It's good. Yeah. It's good. Anyway, sorry. Uh, I'm going to go with a former Titan going back to Tennessee, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Good. Good pick. Yeah, I was just looking at his name. Provides a little bit of consistency behind Darnold. Yeah, sure. Veteran leadership and whatnot. Yeah. All right. So we got Bridgewater at Baltimore and his backup. Um, let's go with... Oh, man. Looking around. Backups here. Nothing is super exciting. Um... Why don't we just go with Jordan Love here, who has a little more upside. Um, I don't know if he's ever going to be a starter, but he could be, and it could be an interesting fit in Baltimore. Okay. He kind of has the same kind of weapons that maybe he's not Lamar Jackson, but you know he, he's a, he's a an a, an active quarterback, I guess. So yeah, let's go with Jordan Love there. <laughs> uh, I had Derek Carr in Seattle, right? You did have Derek Carr in Seattle. Okay, then I'm going to go with uh, Gardner Minshew. Sure. Good one there. To back him up. Kind of, yes. Yeah. I mean, we're kind of getting to the point, but there's very little to say about these backup quarterbacks. That's true. I mean, yeah. Okay, so I got you. So you got Minshew there, okay. Um, Houston. Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien. He needs a backup to Nick Foles. (laughs) It seems obvious, bud. It Does obvious. it? What am I, I missing guess. here? Let's see. <laughs> Are you talking Brian Hoyer? 
No. <laughs> no. I don't know. I kind of am. No, I'm just kidding. It seems obvious. Who is obvious? Oh, Mitchell Trubisky. Bingo. Gotta be Trubisky. Yeah, <laughs> it's gotta be. Of course. Of course it's Trubisky. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the perfect pick. You said it's gotta be obvious. I'm like, wait, who am I missing? Ah, there it is. Okay. Trubisky. Is. Nothing to say about him. He's garbage, and he's perfect for Houston, which is a garbage franchise. Right. Who did I have in Minnesota? You had uh, Dwayne Haskins in Minnesota. Okay. I don't love that. You don't love that? Yeah, I do and I don't. I'm going to go Case Keenum. Okay. Had his best uh, best season in Minnesota. Sure. Okay. Case Keenum it is. Uh, yeah, New Orleans. I have Winston there. Um, let's say just in case Winston doesn't work out, which is a big, you know, it's it's he's a he's a risk. Let's go with Tyrod Taylor, who's just a guy who's known to to be able to come in and and do the job. He's not spectacular, but he's a quarterback that can get you some wins here and there if you have some talent around you. So let's go Tyrod Taylor there. I like it. New England, huh? New England. I mean, uh, former Patriot. I'm going to go Jacoby Brissett. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to go somewhere else, but sure. All right. What do you think? I'm going to go Brian Hoyer? No, I thought Stidham. Hmm. Yeah, I could have. I, I don't really know what to think about him. I don't either, but I don't know. Yeah. Jacoby Brissett. All right. Okay, so Buffalo as Tannehill here. Um, I don't even know, man. Um... I mean, at this point, you're you just you want to. Um, let's go with uh, Jacob Eason. Okay. Guy might be a few years off, um, but who knows? Rookie has some upside. Pretty raw. Philly gets, is where we're at, yep, right? Philly, that's right. Uh, well, I mean, this just feels like putting a guy who's going to get booed out of the building. Yeah. Uh, so why not go RG three? Sure. Sounds fun. That's fun. <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, we are getting to the fun ones here. Yeah, Rams, Daniel Rams. Jones. Um, let's go with, I feel like you want an older quarterback who can kind of teach the young guy, I guess. There's so much garbage out here. Let's go with Matt Schaub. Why not? Get Schaub in there. Back up back up to Daniel Jones. Chicago. I had mm-hmm. Josh Allen, right? You did. Uh, I'm gonna go I'm gonna reach on this one. Okay. I'm gonna go Alex Smith. Alex Smith, alright. Alright, fair enough. I uh, I, like it. I, I, I want to get play it again. I, want I hope again. so. Did you watch that doc? I I never did. I did. It was fantastic. Is it? I don't know. It's short. Is it? It's short. Okay, cool. <clears throat> it's short. It's worth checking out. Honestly, it's yeah. uh, it's it's graphic. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I don't want to watch some of that stuff. Mm-hmm. But. Okay, Pittsburgh Joe Burrow. Um, let's see here. Let's just go with Mason Rudolph. Why not? Why not? Keep it in the Why family. Why not? Keep it in the family. Keep him going there. Yeah. And you got Dallas Baker now. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Uh, I'll take Kyle Allen. Ah, yes. I was uh, waiting for the right time a, to take a, that guy. He's a Texas guy. He played at yeah. a and I believe. Sure. 
So you got, wait, you took, uh, okay. Um, so I got Atlanta with Big Ben. Um, shop is gone. Man. Let's go with uh, let's go with Nick Mullins. I kind of like the guy's talent. He he it looked like he actually did he did he played pretty well when um, he got his time in the with the Niners and who knows maybe at some point he could actually actually get his own team. Um, and Big Ben is obviously not going to be around that much longer, so I think Nick Mullins is a pretty good backup plan right there. Okay. So, yeah. So you got you got Drew Brees with Denver. So obviously I want to take the oldest quarterback possible. Uh-huh. <laughs> um this is I'm gonna go Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen, sure. I think uh I think Breeze could help mentor okay. him and maybe try to resurrect his career. Okay, I like it. Yeah. Alright. It's a bold move. It's a bold move. Yeah. I don't think, yeah, it's not too bold at this point. There's not a ton left out there. Um, Tampa Bay, Brady. I'm going to go ahead and pick Stidham there, Stidham here, because <laughs> why not? Why not learn from the best just like just like he did in New England or in Tampa not? Bay? Why not? He seems like he has might have some talent. Who knows? So you're next with Indianapolis and Goff. Um... I need to write down some more backups because I, I don't think I wrote down enough. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with uh, Matt Moore. Okay. Matt Moore. Oregon State's sure. finest. Yeah, that's right. Okay, I got the Raiders and Tua. Um, let's see here. I think now is the time <laughs> to go. Oh, man. No, I don't know. This is rough. I could just pick anybody, really. Um, okay, let's just go Brian Hoyer. He can do things sometimes in case two he is can. hurt. He yeah, sure so let's go Brian Hoyer. Where were we? We were on... Uh, the Jets. So it's your pick with the Jets who have Carson Wentz. Who's the backup to Carson Wentz? Oh, the backup to Carson Wentz. Well, it feels like you want someone who might have to play. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Chad Henney. Chad Henney. Good pick. Backup for Pat Mahomes right now. Yeah. Um, and so it's me with Cleveland, the backup to Cousins. Um, I guess we go. Let's just go Bortles here. Why not? That Whoa, seems like a, it's the that seems like that seems like a Cleveland pick. Let's get yeah. let's get Blake Bortles to back up Kirk Cousins. A couple of great it. names, Bortles Cousins. I love, love it. it. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> I'm a little mad because I wanted to put Bortles in Jacksonville again. Oh, <laughs> that's right. Oh, I should I should just let that happen. I'm sorry. Uh, so Jacksonville, I had Stafford. Mm-hmm. So I will go uh, knock on wood, and hopefully his ankle's okay, Trevor Simeon. Okay. Trevor Simeon, wow. 
haven't heard that name in a while. Um, Arizona with Aaron Rodgers. So they're going to need somebody soon, but there's nobody out there that's really <laughs> um, going to be a... Let's just go with a younger quarterback with Will Greer. I don't know. I, I doubt he's ever going to be anything, but, I mean, it's a guy that can maybe learn from Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Um, but whatever. There he is. So you're with Carolina now and, and Matt Ryan. Hmm. Hmm. I'm going to go... Uh, I'm going to go... Chase Daniel. Chase Daniel, okay. Made a hell of a career never playing. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Okay. I'm at the Chargers with Kyle, uh, Kyle Murray. Back up to Murray. Let's see here. Let's go with... Um, <laughs> I don't know. AJ McCarron. Okay. Who's a, who's a capable backup, I imagine. <laughs> Maybe we'll find out one day. Maybe we will. Probably not. <laughs> Miami. Yes. Dak Prescott. Mm-hmm. Um, I am going to go with Colt McCoy. Okay. Colt McCoy. He's bounced around for a while. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, with the Giants, Deshaun Watson's back up. Let's go with old... Uh, let's go with Matt Barkley. Another, another guy who's kind of bounced around for a while. That's a good pick. <clears throat> no. Uh, Detroit. Mm-hmm. Hmm. <laughs> it's really getting down there, right? Well, the, the issue is, like, with a running quarterback, the, the, the stigma is a running quarterback will get hurt yeah. more than the stationary quarterback. That's right. So I'm trying to think, okay, if, if Lamar Jackson were to miss a little bit of time, who's my best option here? Uh-huh. And there's not a good option here. It's not a ton. So, um... Oh, man. I'm going to go with uh, Jeff Driscoll. Driscoll, okay. He knows, the, he knows the offense. That's true. Okay, I got uh The last two picks, here with, we go. Uh, Russell Wilson and his backup. Um, oh, man. What do you do here? I'm just going to go pure upside, not knowing that this guy's ever going to be anything in the NFL. And he probably won't be. But I don't care. It's going to go PJ Walker. Oh, wow. Okay. The guy from the uh, XFL. XFL, who who seemed to have a ton of talent in the XFL. Yeah, I think he played in the NFL a little before. um, Why not at this point? Let's just put him in there. So I still got four guys on my board. Yeah, I got f- I got five. So I think with Cincy to close out the draft, I think I'm going to go... Um, I'm going to go with a veteran. And I'm going to go with Blaine Gabbert. Great. Gabby Gabbert. Gabby like Gabbert. Yeah. I was going to go Jake Fromm, but... I just doesn't make sense behind Mahomes. I sure. Guess. Yeah. Um, man, that was fun for like the first it round. It was fun. <laughs> yeah, the last, <laughs> the the last uh, two thirds of the second round was a little rough. 
It was, then you're just was, you're just throwing darts at some guys you know nothing about. Like what am I gonna th- what am I gonna say about Blake Bartles? Bortles. I didn't even say his name right. Yeah, well I mean he was <laughs> featured prominently on the Good Place. Was he? You can say that. Well, yeah, because uh, what's his face is from Jacksonville. Huh. You got to watch that's, the Good Place, buddy. That's the oh yeah, yeah that's the comedy with uh, Ted Danson, right? Yes, yes. Yes, the I've Schur seen. Comedy. I saw the first the first season. It was great. I didn't watch anything much after that. Hmm. I gotcha. You know, sometimes it just happens like that. It does. It does happen. Right. Like well, that. That, I mean, that was fun. It was a kind of fun little. I don't know, just a little exercise in, in thinking about where quarter, what, what would happen if quarterbacks go in different places and whatnot. Yeah. Oh, it's interesting. Interesting to think about. Yeah. Um, this Sunday, you and I are going to be uh, guests on the Two Guys podcast. That's right. I'm it'll super be, excited. Uh, it'll be your first time getting to be on someone else's podcast. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we have a little game show that uh, Brandon's put together where it'll be uh, – you know, me versus you versus Dwayne, Brandon's pod uh, pod co-host. Sure. Uh, and some interesting little games. And I don't really know how it's going to work out or how it's <laughs> going to go. But yeah, uh, it'll be something fun for a Sunday morning. Be. Yeah. And um, you're the trivia king, so I'm I'm, wor- I'm worried about about playing you there. I don't know about Dwayne as much, but, but um, uh, last I'm always, I. Yeah. Last I had heard, so this last episode, I haven't listened to it yet, so, yeah. uh, of the Two Guys podcast, is that um, they played a little, like, tri- trivia game with each other. Sure. And um, Brandon thought he was giving Dwayne something really easy, and Dwayne did not think it was very easy. So. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, so, I right. think that might, yeah, we'll see how that goes on, yeah, on Sunday sure. with us, huh? Um, <laughs> I'm excited. It'll be fun nonetheless. No, I mean, it'll be great. It'll be great. Yeah. It'll be great. Uh, other than that, like, not really much else going on. Baseball is supposed to be possibly coming back. Okay. That's I mean, the, they're, they're playing in what? One city somewhere or t- like two locations or something like that? That's somewhere down the south? Uh, I, I haven't read anything about it. I just. So the new proposal is a shortened season with an extended playoff. Um. And mandatory DH in both leagues. Okay. I'm not really sure why, but yeah, I, think I, don't that, I think it's just something that the owners wanted. Okay. Um, and there's a whole bunch of things that would it would basically be at like a shortened spring training with no games, and then baseball would start Fourth of July. Huh. Okay. And no crowds, go, obviously. No crowds. Yeah. Um, but it's going to go to the players' union for the vote. I think tomorrow. Yeah. And I think it's going to get shot down hard, real hard. Sure. Yeah. Because uh, the players want safety precautions yeah. in place. Of course they do. As, as yeah. they should, and they want. Uh, so baseball is the only. Baseball is the only professional sport without a salary cap. Okay. So, they want their money guaranteed. Yeah. Sure. They don't want to put themselves in in perceived risk and not get their full salary yeah definitely or something yeah. there's my dog shaking in the background <laughs> so i was just thinking about like the the top three <laughs> sports and like if if all three played now without crowds um what do you think would be affected most because i was thinking like i've watched a lot of basketball in gyms and people and basketball basketball seems to be something you can just play anywhere and it might be a little weird for an audience to watch without fans um, baseball, obviously, there's like baseball games that play in stadiums that have no fans, so that might not be be an issue as much. 
But like, yeah. f- I, I feel like football might be the one that that hurts the most with with no fans because it just seems like it's such such a part of the game. I know they're so far back, but it's hard to imagine football players playing without anyone watching. But I don't know. What do you think about that? Well, I, I don't know. I think it's interesting. I think it's. Uh... I think there are a lot of really bad home court advantages in the NBA. Very true. Mm-hmm. So I think for some teams it wouldn't hurt them at all, and some teams it would hurt them a lot. Yeah, think yeah, sure. So um, you think the the quality of the actual play might go down with some teams? Possibly. Do you think it might go down with like a team like Portland that has a strong home court? Yeah, I think it yeah. would. Mm-hmm. I think it would because I think there's there's times where you know. Dame fires up a shot from thirty-five feet, and you know it hits, and he, you know, the crowd goes crazy, That's and he, yeah. he feeds. Very true. Um, yeah, no, you're right. But I do I think, think a lot. I think, of, I think a lot of those cutthroat players in the NBA are like that, though. Like almost I agree. all of them. I agree. I think football hurts the most. Yeah. Yeah. On it, uh, simply because I think that crowd noise has such an impact on a visiting team, and so much of football is based on timing. Mm-hmm. Um, I just momentum. Feel like Timing and momentum, I mean, it's just, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I just I just think about, uh, I was I was watching that Michael Jordan doc, and, like, they were talking, obviously this is the this is the dream team, but they were, they were talking about the, uh, the practices of the dream team and how, like, intense and amazing they were. And, you know, like, going to a park and watching games, it's like people still are really into that. Um, you just don't see that with football. You don't see people just playing football a lot out, out in the park and, like, really getting into it. Not saying that it won't be successful, but it just—it really just seems like basketball would be the one where you would lose, you would, you wouldn't lose as much as the other sports, yeah, in my opinion. I, but who knows? I agree. It's, it, this is totally new territory for everybody. So, I think you can play baseball in an empty, empty stadium. Definitely, without. because I mean, you got the Mar- you know, the Marlins and you know, Tampa Bay and whatnot. Oh, you, no, you said right, the Mariners. The Mariners. <laughs> yeah, well, the, no, the Mariners actually get get a lot of crowd. They just you know they they don't pay attention to the game. Um, but yeah, some of those some of those stadiums are you know they have like like seven thousand people in them some games, so it's like not watching the game, so there's nothing there. So baseball probably would be fine as well. Yeah, the playoffs so. would be different. The playoffs would be different. Playoffs would be really different, and I think it's uh, I think the, the 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 commissioners are just trying to be really optimistic about what it's going to look like in in August in September. Yeah, and I just don't know if. Uh, yeah, I yeah. I mean, personally, myself, I'm not a, I'm not, not really a pessimistic person. Um, I'm, I'm more, I guess, I'm more of a, a realist in some ways. But this just seems like it's probably going to go on. A, it, it'll go on longer than people think, and then, uh, and if, and and I think that we're going to push it too far, and and uh, it'll make it a, it, it'll make it go a, lo- a little longer than than it should. Yeah, yeah. But that's just I, that's just how I how I see it. I agree. Um, I think man, I, I want it. Man, obviously, I want sports to, to go back up. I want to go hang out with some friends out in a, at a bar. I want to go to Blazer games. I want to do this and that. But um, I would rather get through this earlier than do that stuff now 100%. and get 100%. through it and 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 have to you know push it even further or get some family members sick or whatnot. You know, <laughs> like let's be responsible human beings here, right, people? Well, the argument the argument's been that you know it's uh, you know professional athletes are in great shape. So they should have less sure. to worry about, and that okay, I, I can see the, the the validity of that argument. I guess, yeah, sure. 
yeah. But that's not taking into account the all the team staff and the managers or the coaches sure. or that, the, the, the arena staff. They and, could take it home to their families and not, yeah. you know, either not be not be sick at all, barely be sick, and pass it on to family members because they don't know. I think it's just very it's a it's a very ignorant stance to say that that social distancing is silly and it's taking away your rights and of course it's of course it's a horrible stance to say that it's just God, i mean it's just people, it's, man. you know it this this virus could be curbed significantly faster if everyone would just stop being so thick-headed and sure. so egotistical and just stay at home yeah and if you have to leave for some reason, because you get, it's not realistic to say don't leave your house for 60 days. It's not. Sure. Yeah. Because people need food. Yes. And it's, people need fresh air to a certain yeah. degree. You know? It's a, multi, it's a multi-headed beast. I mean, you've got to be but, responsible as a human being and you got to like wear your mask. you got to stay away from people as much as you can. If you need to go to the grocery store, you gotta you got to be careful around everybody. you just got to be respectful of people's space. And then obviously, mm-hmm. like the country isn't quite doing the job that they should to like you know testing's a big deal, um, and all that stuff. And 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 I know we're kind of getting on our high horse here, but um, I think it's I think it's an obviously it's an important topic to, to talk about no matter no matter who you are or what oh, what, we're, what you're talking about. So um, it's it's just uh, and if and if the government isn't going to be helpful to us, then we need to do our best to be helpful to each other. Yeah. Well, let's. That is a wonderful and and positive view on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, the realist is that, like, I mean, you work at a grocery store, dude. And you see, you <laughs> I see do. The, I'm frightened. I and you I, see I, the people that come around. I see the people that come around. I see the people that come around, and they're yeah. I see it every day, all the time. I mean, the weather got really nice this weekend, and um, Friday and Saturday were absolutely insane at the store at the store i work mm-hmm. at is in a, just a especially busy store in a central neighborhood so there's always a lot of people there um but this is the busiest i've seen in a very long time like for the longest time i've seen that a lot of people would come in the mornings get their stuff toilet paper and run out of the door and it would kind of slow down the rest of the day but like saturday dude it was packed and it was insane and people weren't giving a shit there were like most people were wearing masks at my store which is great but for the most part people were just not doing the six feet foot rule we're not like especially to employees we're not like Yep. Trying to be respectful of distance or trying to be respectful of, you know, um, you see a lot of couples in stores and it's like, I understand if you're an older couple and you have to shop together, you know, it could, because you're, you, you need to be together for whatnot. But if you're like, I see a lot of 20 somethings together, you know, they're wearing their masks, but they're shopping together. And it's like, you're not, you, you gotta be just one person needs to shop right now. Like the stores yep. can't handle this. You gotta be, yep. res- you gotta think about this. Come on guys. So anyway, sorry. Yep. No, it's. It's a passionate thing for me, obviously, because I work with people and I work at a really busy store. And, you know, I come home to my wife and kids and I don't want to have something and accidentally pass it to them or whatnot. And I do my best. I wash my hands. I wear a mask, you know, whatnot. So it's the really shocking thing is just like people are very upset about having like, what do you mean? I can't touch my face. Yeah. Why are you? I know it's hard. Your face so it's obviously, much? Like, well, I mean, you know, you have itches, whatever. I mean, if you think about yeah, it, but you itches, might are, touch itches your... are one thing. But you might like, touch your face more than you think you actually do. I I, I, get, I totally get that. I, I, you know, I have my mask and it's like it fogs my glasses up and I have to adjust. But but you got to be like, obviously, it's not a thing to complain about. You got to just not touch your face. You got to be aware of it. You got to clip your nose. You got to get the nose clip thing for the top and it will stop fogging your glasses. 
Uh, yeah, I, yeah, sure. I've I've kind of figured it out, but it's it's, it's what to say. I don't know. But I don't, but I mean, when I'm the thing is when I'm like pushing, when I'm kind of like getting like uh, elevated heart rate and kind of breathing heavier because I'm lifting or pushing, that kind of makes it a little worse, even no matter what I do. Yeah. But um, just just saying, it's like yes, people complain about that, and that's silly, but um, but you should just be careful and not touch your face if you can't help it. Yeah, well, people are the worst. We've said that a million times. People are the worst, for so, the most part. Yeah. <laughs> Except for the we people love you all. Podcast. Exactly. Yeah. We love you all listening to us. <laughs> yeah. Great people like the stubborn lovers who let us use their yeah. music for the intro outro. <laughs> nice segue. Yes, you can love find it. us on you can find us on Twitter at Losers Gracious at CW McGrath. That's Casey at Volcom Pancake. That's me. Uh, we are on Instagram, Gracious Losers Podcast, where Casey posts uh, pictures of the beers we're drinking mm-hmm. or uh, other random things that, that yeah. pop into his head as they come into his head. I will. Um, we're on Facebook. You can email us uh, Gracious Losers Podcast at gmail.com. Pretty much most of, if not all, the social media platforms. No TikTok. We're not doing any weird dancing. No, I don't know. I'm too old for TikTok. Yeah, I don't get Sorry. it. I don't. You know, Snapchat. We don't need to have any like weird like panda no. filters or anything. Um, no, <laughs> no, we do not. I mean, maybe we do. Who yeah. knows? But uh, maybe you do. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, thanks for listening. Listen to us on iTunes, uh, mm-hmm. Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher. Give us a rating on Apple Podcasts. It helps people around the world find us. Uh, Five star ratings would would be a very uh, wonderful thing for you to do. Yeah. I agree. Do it. Yeah. Do it. Do it. <laughs> do it. Do it now. Do it um, now. And then uh, we'll, we'll tweet out uh, information. If you, if you don't already listen to the Two Guys podcast, we'll tweet out some information when that podcast sure. is up and you can hear us uh, interact excited. with other humans in a time where we don't interact with other humans often enough mm-hmm. because of the virus. So mm-hmm. uh, that being said, uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks. 